This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The House Judiciary Committee has passed a bill that would ban gender-confirming health care for transgender minors, even as organized opposition to the bill mounts. The bill passed mostly along party lines, with Republican Representative Mallory Tromswold joining all committee Democrats in opposing the measure. The measure would ban gender-confirming hormone treatment and surgery. Under an amendment passed by the committee on Thursday, health care providers would still be allowed to provide treatment for certain intersex conditions. The bill would also ban medical providers from referring trans children to other providers for gender-confirming medical care. Opposition to the bill appears to be growing. The American Civil Liberties Union, the Human Rights Campaign, and dozens of Montana civil rights groups have joined in opposition to HB 112 and 113. We will post the names of all the Montana organizations on our Facebook page. After the Judiciary Committee's vote, the Free and Fair Coalition held a press call against the bills. House Minority Leader Kim Abbott, the Democrat from Helena, several activists, representatives from some of the coalition organizations, and a business leader were all part of the call. Several people on the call noted that North Carolina suffered severe economic fallout with the passage of a bill that dealt with which restrooms transgender people could use. The bill caused the NCAA to pull championship sporting events out of that state. The bill has been repealed. Idaho House Bill 500, similar to HB 112, is pending in the courts. Abbott mentioned a newly signed executive order by President Joe Biden. The order called Preventing and Combating Discrimination on the Basis of Gender Identity or Sexual Orientation directs federal agencies to implement the U.S. Supreme Court's ruling in Bostock versus Clayton County, which found anti-LGBTQ discrimination is sex discrimination and thus illegal in the workplace, citing Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. The federal government has successfully pressured states and municipalities considering similar legislation to move away from it. Montana could lose $484 million in federal education funding if the bill passes. Six businesses and organizations and one individual have sued the Missoula City County Board of Health and Health Officer Ellen Leahy, claiming the Board of Health violated their unalienable rights when it adopted rules on December 17th to prevent the spread of COVID-19. The lawsuit comes after Governor Greg Gianforti ended most of former Governor Steve Bullock's COVID-19 directives, including those directives limiting the hours of operation and number of people allowed in establishments such as bars and restaurants. Gin Forte leaves it up to businesses to develop appropriate policies. However, local governments, counties, cities, and reservations can enforce stricter practices. Some have, 
including Gallatin, Missoula, and Lewis and Clark counties. In the lawsuit, the groups called Montana's public health system archaic. They oppose having to wear or enforce the wearing of face coverings, restrictions to business hours and gathering sizes, and denial of human and family contact. The groups say their unalienable rights under the Montana Constitution have been violated, in addition to their rights of privacy, free exercise of religion, and freedom of expression. They also accuse Leahy and the health board of encouraging people to report businesses or individuals who don't comply with the order, saying the health board is responsible for, quote, turning neighbors against neighbors and dividing the community. Claiming COVID-19 has a low mortality rate, approximately equal to that of the seasonal flu, and a survival rate of 99% of those younger than 70, the groups assert that science doesn't support restricting individual freedoms. The groups say their businesses have suffered irreparable harm and have asked the judge to stop the health department from enforcing county disease safeguards, and they want the county to pay for all their court costs. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says his administration has already made the case to U.S. President Joe Biden's incoming administration over the long-disputed oil pipeline that Biden reportedly canceled on his first day in office. Trudeau said that over the last several days, officials have communicated arguments in favor of the Keystone XL pipeline to the highest levels of the Biden administration. Alberta's Premier Jason Kennedy urged Trudeau to tell Biden that, quote, rescinding the Keystone XL border crossing permit would damage the Canada-U.S. bilateral relationship. Biden spokesman Andrew Bates said the transition team has no comment on the pipeline. The 1,700-mile pipeline would carry 800,000 barrels of oil a day from Alberta ultimately to the Texas Gulf Coast, passing through Montana, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, and Oklahoma before hooking up to existing pipelines. The Big Sky Passenger Rail Authority held its second official board meeting, and Lewis and Clark County may be joining the effort soon. Lewis and Clark would bring the total number of participating counties to 14, spanning the state's southern tier from west to east. Quote, we had a county commissioner from Carbon County on the line. He's fully engaged. They're ready to pull the trigger and join us as county number 13. That's according to Missoula County Commissioner Dave Strohmeyer. Strohmeyer added that Lewis and Clark County is turning the bend, perhaps. Commissioner Andy Hunthausen was on the line listening to the meeting. My fingers are crossed, Strohmeyer continued. They might connect the dots in western Montana and come on board. At the meeting, Missoula County Commissioner Dave Strohmeyer was appointed as the board's first president. The dozen participating counties spanning Montana from east to west officially formed the Big Sky Passenger Rail Authority in early December, marking the first time that such an organization had formed in the state. The ultimate goal is to restore passenger rail service across the old North Coast Limited 
and Hiawatha Line, which ran from 1901 to 1979. The route included Miles City, Billings, Livingston, Bozeman, Butte, Helena, and Missoula, among other communities. Montana health officials added another 393 COVID-19 cases and four deaths in an update on Friday morning. The total cases are now 4,850, the number of deaths 1,104. A total of 138 people are actively hospitalized. There have been 4,081 hospitalizations in the state. Montana has had 91,049 confirmed cases. Of those infected, 85,095 are considered recovered according to the Centers for Disease Control guidelines. And finally, the city of Helena is trying to come up with a way to reuse the nearly 100-year-old spruce tree outside of the Helena Civic Center that blew down during a recent windstorm that featured wind gusts of up to 80 miles an hour. Helena Parks Recreation and Open Lands Department Urban Forestry Division Supervisor Chris Daly is an international society of arboriculture certified arborist. He said it took a crew of four a full day to remove the tree, which still had holiday lights on it. But then, quote, we had people showing up to the Civic Center that day to take pieces of it. Park and Recreation Open Lands Director Christy Panazzo said her department, the city commission, and the mayor have all received calls and emails from residents wanting to know if they can have some of the wood. Quote, we're exploring different options, Panozo told the city commission during an administration meeting. Quote, one option we've discussed is to have the tree milled into commemorative pieces that would be for sale at the Civic Center. The wood is being kept in a secret location at the moment to prevent theft, according to Panazzo. She said the Parks Department is open to suggestions as to how the wood can be distributed to those who would like some. If it happens, that distribution won't happen for a while because it takes about a year to dry out the wood before it can be used in some other way, according to Panazzo. She said the plan is to plant new spruce trees this spring as part of a ceremony that will commemorate the 100-year anniversary of the Helena Civic Center. The timing and other details of that ceremony will be dependent on the weather. City officials hope to secure about a 20-foot-tall spruce to replace the Light of Life Christmas tree. That name is from the annual Christmas time fundraiser, for St. Peter's Hospital. If you need to hear this report again, please check our podcast on the Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. The podcast has listeners in 30 states and provinces in 20 countries on six continents. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena. Elkhorn Mountains Radio, KEMRDB, in Jefferson County, Montana Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. 
That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.